this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Oh, it's pre-roll time, don't you know? The Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions. And the Inked Marketing crowd-funded comic for this here episode is Sisterhood. Already funded, but with still seven days left to get your copy. Uh, Sisterhood, it's a series of one-shot standalone stories. Each comic uh, features different artists, so, uh, you know... It ensures quality, you know, better production time that way, but it also creates a platform to showcase more outstanding artists. I like what you're doing there. The story itself, it begins with Leona and Carmen arriving in Egypt in now times, modern times. They're tricked by the flow of time, and they land inside a pyramid. When they walk inside, they, uh, they awaken these ancient forces, and they are tricked. Leona comes into conflict with the the forces that attack her, while Carmen, she up and turns into an owl and seeks shelter somewhere in the pyramid. And that's just how it starts. Uh, yeah, I'm into it, people. I, 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 I love a good uh, uh, gathering of new creators. So that that right there has me hooked. Um, Sisterhood. Like I said, that's, that's the book. You want to go to uh, inkedpub slash sisterhood, or you can search... I'm sorry, inked.pub slash sisterhood. Uh, or you could search Sisterhood on Kickstarter and, uh, uh, man, it's not too late. It's not too late. Get it now. Once again, proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast, the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you.
again and welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I am Brian Wayne and this is episode 318? 318. The 318th episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a poll list priorities. I'll be going over the books of the future. Uh, more specifically, the books on the uh, the final order cutoffs this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, the book's slated to hit your slots next new comic book day, which would be the the the, the ninth ish. Mm-hmm. Depending on who's uh, shipping your books. Uh, so yeah, there you go. Welcome back. How was your week? Was it good? Did you get everything you wanted last week? I sure hope so. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a few things that didn't show up in my pull list, but what are you going to do? Um, you, you probably heard me talk about some stuff. Oh, maybe you didn't. Maybe you didn't. So, um, I guess I'll have a quick time for a plug. On Wednesdays, new comic book day, uh, you know, if you're a long-time listener of the show, you know that I would, uh, you know, I used to have three episodes a week. Right? Come on, I like to talk about all the books. But I got bored talking about books by myself. Is what it came down to. Didn't seem like it was. I don't know. I didn't want everything to come off factual, you know. Um, I, when it's just one person, a lot of times it's not a whole lot of opinion. It seems. It seems like everything comes off more. Oh, I'm stating fact. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe that's not it at all. <laughs> Maybe it was just an excuse to do one less episode. Point being, um, now I do a, a live stream on, uh, you can catch it in the, the Facebook groups, the Truth to Comics Facebook group, or on YouTube, follow the YouTube channel, and, uh, yeah, Wednesday evenings at about 8.30 Mountain Time, I join up with, uh, the host of another podcast, The Cosmic Campfire, New Guy Ryan, and we talk about, uh, well, just the stuff for New Comic Book Day, all that good stuff, the speculation, uh, you know, so the, the books that I'm going to be talking about in this episode, in a few weeks, I'll be talking about live yeah, when they come out. Um, so, you know, I could call myself out uh, like I did on this last live stream. You know, I'm not always right with my uh, with with my speculation. Um, yeah, you know, that's all there is to it. I do a pretty good job. But, you know, like the Iron Man annual, for instance, I said, nah, there might be something to this. Maybe pick up a few copies. Uh, so I picked up a few copies. Of, I mean, it was a cool read. But that was really about as far as it went. You know? Uh, it didn't really give us much more. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, I, 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 they can't all be zingers. So, I, But I'll call myself out, just like I did on that live stream. I'll say, whoops, I was wrong. Or, haha, told you so, you should listen to the podcast more. Because that happens uh, often. I am right. So, <laughs> I wouldn't keep doing this if I was wrong all the time. My listenership wouldn't keep growing if I was wrong all the time. At least I wouldn't imagine so. So, let's just get on with the bullshit, huh? Let's talk about the stuff of the future. Starting with the final order cutoffs. Final order cutoffs. FOCs. If you're from the streets, like myself, where we just use slang and acronyms, you know? FOC. Mofo. Uh, I'm losing my fucking mind here, people. Um, so, yeah, now if you don't pre order your books, then they don't get printed. 
So when you go to the shelf and it's not there, you can't say, where's my book? Because it's not your book. You didn't play, lay claim on that book. You could put your name on the book, metaphorically speaking, by pre-ordering it, and then you don't got to worry about And more likely, depending on how cool your shop is, uh, you'll get a discount, too. You know? I think you should, any shop that doesn't offer a discount on pre-ordering is just kind of, eh, it's kind of slimy. I'm not saying they're a bad shop. I'm just saying that aspect of what they do is just kind of slimy. So if your shop does not uh, offer a discount, you know, uh, bring it up to them because they're surely getting discounted. Surely. Uh, enough to the point where they could still kick you off at least 10%. So keep that in mind, people. Um, maybe I'm just super privileged with my 40% discount. The only reason it's 40% is because of how much I order. <laughs> but still, um, carrying on, Jesus, let's get on with the books that are coming out and that you need to, uh, order by Sunday, the 6th, 6-6, Action Comics, number 1021, oh, an annual, um, hmm... I don't know if there's anything to this or not. You know, I should probably pull up my sources while I'm thinking about it. I don't think so. You know, who's that on the cover with his awesome mullet? <laughs> not really a mullet, but it's kind of mullety. It looks pretty mullety. Not going to lie. Uh, sorry, I just got to make sure there's a... I'll get all my spec out here. Get my spec out. <laughs> Sounds uh, dirty. Um, <laughs> sorry. Choo, 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 choo. All right, when does this book come out, supposedly? Uh, June 29th. All right. Is there any action? Choo, 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 choo. Don't see any as of yet. Aha! I see ya. So the, the super mullet here is uh, Brandon Kent, who appeared in that House of L number one. Apparently he died in House of L number one here, but this annual, this Action Comics annual, is a uh, a solo story story featuring one amazingly mulleted Brandon Kent. Uh, like I said, not a mullet, but mm, pretty mullety. Uh, continuing, <laughs> there are two covers on that. If you want the mullet cover, get the B cover. But uh, <laughs> you'll know what I mean when you see it, people. Uh, Alright, continuing on, we got Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries Extravaganza. What is this? It's a number one for $5. It's an all-new, all-ages series. Okay. The teams with the Dark Knight with Scooby-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo and the Sleuths of Mystery, Inc. When Batman discovers his original purple gloves have gone missing, Velma, Shaggy, and Scooby-Doo-Doo-Doo-Doo travel Back in time to Batman's year one era to solve the case. Will this glove story have a happy ending? Because <laughs> it's glove story. <laughs> um, will it? <laughs> I don't know. There's a bunch more stuff too, but let's see. This would contain. All right. How did someone get into the Batcave stage fan? This will contain Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries number one and two. Okay. So, uh, did they already do Batman and Scooby-Doo? I thought they already did Batman and Scooby-Doo. Now they're just collecting it? Huh. I'm not totally sure what's going on here. Because... 
Whatever, whatever. I'm going to have to figure that out. Sounds interesting. I guess if you missed issues one and two for $5, here's one and two collected. Neat, I think. Uh, from Scout Comics, because they're distributed by uh, Lunar now, on their FOCs this week, due to be ordered by Sunday the 6th, is By the Horns, number three. It's a little seven-part miniseries from Marcus Nasu. Uh, this is one that I'll be reading in a clump. Yep, I gotta get it all. That's that's how I'm doing my miniseries, I think, from for the most part, from here on. You know, as I'll collect them, but until, until they're finished. I don't really want to read them. Uh, Catwoman, number, oh, I'm sorry, in the annual, number one. Look at that Kyle Hotz variant. Man, that is awesome. How's he fighting there? Father Valley is a mystery. His unusual style as a hitman, his habit of keeping a Bible designated for each of his targets, his macabre and particular method of elegant savagery, his insistence on waiting until his target has reached their highest potential before he strikes them down, these are all strange and enigmatic traits that have remained unexplained. Felt like you did a pretty good job of explaining those traits right there. Until now. Well, there you go. Bear witness to Father Valley's past with the Order of Saint Domas and his unexpected connection with Ezrael, uh, and more and more and more and more and more words. There you go. Um, just know that covers badass. It's Catwoman Annual. You know? Um, I don't remember seeing anything here in the old, uh, what have you. No, but that doesn't mean that you know it's not worth picking up, right? Oh, look at that fucking Liam Sharp B cover. That doesn't even look like Liam Sharp's art. That is amazing. I didn't know he could do that. Oh, that is so cool. Why are Catwoman covers the best every time? Whatever. Uh, Flash annual. Number one. Why is it number one? Uh, I know, I, whatever. 760 some odd fucking issues and this is annual number one. Um, meh, okay. Cool. Right on. More, more, more. Uh, cool variant done by Brett Booth. It's one of them horizontal kinds. Oh, look at all them flashes. Look at them all. Quick lack. How'd the camera get that picture? Um, ba ba ba, more trades, more trades. What is going on this week? It's all annuals and stuff from DC, it seems. We got Teen Titans Academy Yearbook 2021. Um, alright, so as the first quarter class draws to an end, so it's not an annual, it's a quarterly. <sighs> but it's a yearbook. Hmm, whatever. Whatever. The fact is, uh, apparently, we get some clues on the origin of this Red X. Are they going to come out and say who Red X is? No. They won't. I'm sorry. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll learn some stuff. Supposedly we're going to learn some stuff. I don't know. I'm going to pick it up, though. Uh, once again, something to speculate on? Mm, I don't know. Don't think so. Uh, is that it? Oh, the shit, that's it. That is it. So a slow week for old uh, uh, the, 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 the Lunar. I got one Scout book and just a little bit of DC. and Yeah. 
all annuals except for your your Scooby-Doo extravaganza, which is just seemingly a reprint already. I don't understand that. Why would you print out two and then go, hey, here's that thing again, but those both those things. But if you paid that price last time, you're a sucker because now you get both of them for $5. Hmm. I don't know. Whatever. Let's scoot on over to uh, Previews World. Dot com and um, uh, see what the hell's on the on the FOCs due to be ordered by Monday. But don't make the same mistake that I did last week. Um, I waited until it was way too late, way too late, and uh, I didn't get mine in. So be prepared for a uh, a very disappointed Brian in the future. Come New Comic Book Day. Day's coming, people. It's coming in a few weeks. Whatever. Uh, let's see here. On the FOCs this week, let's start with... Uh, do we have anything from Vault? Do we have anything from Vault? Where are you at, Vault? We do have some Vault stuff. We've got Audible, number eight, couple covers, three covers on that one. When we have a number one, Barbaric from Michael Moretzi and Nathan Gooden. Owen, the Barbarian... <laughs> has been cursed to do good with what remains of his life. His bloodthirsty weapon, Axe, that's a great name, has become his moral compass with the drinking problem. <laughs> I don't need to hear anymore. I don't need to read anymore. Sign me the fuck up. 100%. This is a vault book that I will not... Be... <sighs> mm, I'm going to say it right here on air. This is not going to be one of those vault books where I'm going to be like, oh, I got the first issue and didn't get around to reading it because it came out on a heavy week, so I got to wait for the second issue, and the second issue didn't come out, and now, now I'm stuck and I got to wait for it in trade. And I mean, how many times have you heard me say that with a vault book? How many? At least three. Fucking at least three. And that's just vault. I'm not going to let this be a one. This sounds fun. Not that the other books didn't sound fun, but I like a good comedy. An axe with a drinking problem that's the moral compass of a barbarian named Owen who's damned to do nothing but good. Sounds pretty amazing. Uh, looks like we have uh, a few covers on this, too. We've got, let's see, a Hickson B cover. Jesus Christ. That is so freaking metal. Josh Hickson. No, that is awesome. And then look at this. Oh, the C cover. Oh my gosh, Tim Daniel doing a, a, a an homage to, you know, Conan 1. <sighs> Fuck, sign me up. That is so good. And then there's a... Ooh. Tim Seeley? Polybag variant? I wonder what that's all about. Huh. Alright, well, uh, this this might be the, the sleeper of the week, people, when it comes to indie books to speculate on. Um, I don't know. This sounds like fun. And let's see, does it say if it's a... How many issues is this going? It doesn't say? Yeah, hopefully forever. Forever. Um, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Uh, definitely sign me up, though. That that looks incredible. Uh, Money Shot. Continuing on with the... Let's see, issue number 12. And there's a black bag variant, so there's probably going to be some babies behind that black bag. Possibly even a penile because money shot don't give no fucks about frontal nudity um a crazy series uh, I, I read his first issue and I was like oh shit this is gnarly um but uh, <laughs> uh yeah it's 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 uh, uh 
it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, it's great, just not what I'm into. Does that make? Does that even make sense? How if it, if I'm not into it, how could I say it's great? Uh, no, I understand the value of it. I understand the audience. It's very well done. I'm just, I guess, uh, kind of uncomfortable reading all of that nudity in a house full of ladies is what it comes down to. Like when I read Scumbag, I gotta be tucked around in a little corner, cause once again, lots of peniles, lots and lots of peniles. Uh, continuing on, Vampire the Masquerade number nine. Just one cover on that one, as there has been. Uh, historically speaking. Um, also, apparently, Vampire the Masquerade is going to be adapted into uh, some sort of streaming service. Uh, I don't know if it's uh, Netflix or uh, Hulu or whatever, but with that being said, um, you think they're going to be pulling from some of this? I'd say quite possibly, maybe, a series to, you know, a sleeper spec. Sleeper spec for sure. Uh, well, not for sure. Potentially. Speculate if it's, I mean, for sure. Is there, is it speculation? I don't know. I don't understand what, uh, how that word works, I guess. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, Witchblood, number four. <laughs> uh, looks like f- uh, three covers on this one. So if you're reading Witchblood, if you're reading Witchblood, there you go. Uh, nothing from Valiant on the FOCs this week. Well, that's a bummer, dude. How about Titan? Looks like we got some Titan. Nope, just one Titan. Just five fucking covers on the fifth issue of Blade Runner 2029. Yeah. Um, 2029. That's right around the corner. What is that, like eight years from now? <laughs> math. See what happens when you read a lot of comic books? You do basic math. Just bam. At the top of your fucking head. Uh <laughs> Oh, man, people. My brain is melting. Five covers. Five covers. Um, One of which is just an FOC mirror variant. What's an FOC variant? You can only get it if you pre-order it through the FOCs. So, ha. Um, Scout? Oh, what's from Scout? Just, uh, okay. The second printing of Locust, number one. So, I got my first printing through, uh... Through the subscription box. I haven't read it yet. It's an eight-part series. And like I said, my mini-series now, for the most part. Unless it's, you know, something that I'm a billion percent magnetized towards. And I say a billion percent. I'm not talking 900 million. Mm-mm. No, homie, don't play that. A full billion percent. Um, then, yeah, that's just... Uh, it, it's an apocalypse read. You know, that's that's what it comes down to. Um, it's, it's, uh, I'll read it when I run out of stuff, you know, a slow week, uh, a slow week can also be considered an apocalypse for me, I'm super dramatic, continuing on, Oni Press, let's see here, Kaiju Max, number two, there you go, from the sixth season, cause comics aren't volumes now, they're seasons, unless they decide to call it a volume, it's weird how things change. Uh, <laughs> continuing on, this is the part where I gotta scroll a lot, and there's a lot of, uh, in-between small talk while I get up to the A's Aftershock comics coming out in the super distant future, not super distant, um, but, uh, yeah, due to be pre-ordered, let's put it that way, Girls of Dimension 13, number 3, I read number 1, 
Um, that wasn't really my cup of tea. I thought, you know, maybe it's something that Tatiana would be into, my lovely fiance. And um, I just, I don't think she'd be into it either. Um, I see an audience for it. I just, uh, maybe kind of more young adult, I believe. You know, not, not, not 30, how old am I now? I just had a birthday. 30 something year old. Fucking year is it? 30 something year old adult dude me. And, uh, you know, my rock and roll loving fiance. Not not so into the 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 girly stuff, and I'm not saying this is super girly. It's just I don't know. I kind of get like a Powerpuff Girls kind of vibe, kind of. I don't know. Maybe I was completely wrong. Uh, you you be the judge. I'm just saying that book exists and it's on the FOCs. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> the second printing of Maniac of New York number two. I'm gonna imagine that's gonna be a low print run. You might want to get on that. That that could be something because Mania, Maniac in New York, it's it really is an. This is one of those books, a mini series that I'm a billion percent in. You know, I'm I'm not missing this one. It's it's a top of the pile read every release. You know, we've only got one issue left. We'll see how it all turns out. We'll see if it you know potentially leads to something else. I could see this being adapted. I really can. Originally, I thought, well, no, this can't be adapted because Friday the Thirteenth exists. This is not Friday the Thirteenth. It's not. It is different. Um, it's derivative, for sure. But it's like they said, what if we took this thing that was created like 30-some years ago and made it cooler? Dare I say, cooler. And, uh, fuck. They, they, they did it. Elliot Kalan just, he's a, he's a hmm. Such a fan now. Such a fan. I would love to have him on the podcast actually reached out to me too so that could be a thing um miles to go number five mm, um yeah if you're reading that one there's uh, i bet it has to do with cars a flower and some sort of baby according to this cover we'll see judge a comic by its cover see how disappointed you get uh, <laughs> I'm not reading this series. I have no idea what it's about. Undone by Blood, uh, Other Side of Eden, number four. Uh, the fourth printing of We Live. Okay, this one might be a printing worth speculating on. Um, we Live, I guess, fucking some, uh, issue one, I believe, is going for like 40 bucks. Super popular series. Um, I read issue number one, and, um, it's an apocalypse read. I have the series, but, yeah, I, I I personally didn't see what the big deal was, but everyone's like, oh, Studio Ghibli, and, you know, if you're into manga and stuff, this is for you, and, well, that explains it, but I didn't drop it because I have a, a keen nose for, you know, potential a lot of times, uh, as I've stated earlier in this podcast. Sometimes I get a nosebleed, you know, sometimes I got a booger up in there, and it's wrong, but with this particular series, I see it, um... Hmm, dare I say, uh, something is killing the children popularity. Possibly. So, when we got a fourth printing, I would imagine it's a super low print. Uh, yeah. I think it's a safe bet. And then issue five has a third printing. Once again, super safe bet. If, if you're collect for scarcity, probably going to be an incredibly low print run on that, so... We'll see. This is this is one that uh, I have a good feeling on. I'm not a huge fan of speculating on reprints. 
Um, because uh, to me, the original should be the thing, you know. But uh, when playing a numbers game, and that's all money is, is numbers, you know, it's, it's, it comes down, you know, in this capitalistic world that we're, we're in, um, supply and demand. If the supply is not there, then, yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> and then eventually, you know, shit bottoms out or busts or evens out or balances out or whatever. But, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I hate reprints being the thing to collect, but as somebody that still understands the market, sometimes you got to play what you're not into, you know? And that's, that's where I'm at on that. Why am I talking so much right now? Uh, Ablaze. We've got Gung-Ho Anger, number two. Uh, looks like one, two, three, four covers on that. There you go. So, from Ablaze, Gung-Ho Anger. And boy, they look pissed on that cover. Urgh. Boom, studios. Um, all right. Basilisk, number one. Going into a second printing... Ew, I read Basilisk. It was really good. Um, I see it doing some stuff. So, second printing, like I just said. Potentially, I don't know. I didn't realize the first one had already sold out. So, congratulations to that. I kind of wish I would have picked up more than one, but, you know, I'm glad I have the one. Uh, Dune House of Atreides, or House of Atreides, sorry. Number eight of that 12 part maxi series. There are two covers on that one. Uh, Jeff DeCal getting the B. Uh, the Many Deaths of Layla Star, number four. So I guess uh, when I or, or when I went to pre order this book, I only pre ordered number one. And by the time I found out, number two had already been released. Now here we are talking about number four. Still don't have number three. Um, I'm going to have to trade weight it. Unfortunately, I'm, but I'm really, really glad that I have issue one, because if the rest of the series carries on in any way like issue one did, it was my favorite thing I read that week. It blew me away. It was incredible. Uh, it's just a matter of time before everybody and their mothers talking about this book. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't hear anybody else talking about it though. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't think that I'm the only one that read it. You know, Rom V's popular, so I, I don't know. This this could be a, a, a sleeper series. We'll see. Regardless, I'm definitely going to pick up the trade. I have to know. I have to know uh, how the how this series turns out. I don't want to go to eBay. Um, all right, uh, big, big, big spec book here, people. My dude, Frank Gogol, has been on the podcast uh, a couple times. You know him from Dead End Kids, um, No Heroin, uh, Grief. He's done some stuff. A lot of stuff with Source Point Press, but he's he's getting uh, a dream project here. He's getting to write Power Rangers. The man is a Power Rangers fan, as am I. So, hmm, we get Power Rangers Unlimited, Edge of Darkness. Number one, it's an $8 oversized issue, but we got the first full appearance of the Shadow Ranger. Oh, we specking on Power Rangers. Uh, I do. I do. Uh, I think it's a good spec because they they, they play cheap, you know, um, because there's no chatter of, you know, Power Rangers universe starting anytime soon. You know, it's just, they're easy to find. Um, but with that being said, I hoard Power Rangers key issues because it's just a matter of time before that universe launches and... Uh, what Kyle Higgins has developed 
uh, over these last few years with the Power Rangers mythos is nothing short of uh, cinematically, I mean, cinematically worthy, I guess. Um, so just just stay tuned, people. And when that day comes, uh, eventually we're going to get our Shadow Ranger and uh, Frank Gogol's going to get paid. And uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, $8 book. I'm not, like I said, you've you got to be in it for the long long haul, for sure. But that day will come. It will come. Uh, it might be five years, but, oh, man. The, the fact that it, it, the Power Ranger universe isn't going now uh, through a series or through movies is mind-blowing to me. But whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm patient. I'm very patient. Moving along with Boom, we've got Spectre and Spectres wrapping up with its fifth issue. And then continuing on with We Only Find Them When They're Dead, issue number seven. There are two covers on that one. So uh, this one kind of lost me. Started out super strong, but yeah. Uh, I'm First arc just, I don't know. I'm not, I don't think I'm going to carry on with it anymore. Uh, anything from Dynamite worth mentioning? Very little Dynamite, but once again, all of it really the same thing. So, yeah. Uh, IDW, anything on IDW? We, yes, yes, of course. We've got Kanto and the City of Giants wrapping up with its third issue. Mm-hmm. And we got Godzilla Rivals vs. Adora. Nice. That's an $8 oversized Godzilla book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel Action Spider-Man number three. So we've got some some young Marvel stuff in IDW form. Uh, Transformers, My Little Pony. Oh shit! I'm so sorry. Volume two, uh, issue number three of this uh, this four part miniseries. One, two, three, four covers on this one. Then we got Star Trek Year Five, number twenty two. Jesus Christ! I don't remember talking about like one through twenty. I don't know. I don't pay a lot of attention though. Uh, what is this? Osegio Jimbo, Dragon Below Conspiracy. Uh, number one of a six-parter. So if you're an Usagio Jimbo fan, then, um, yeah, get excited. You got a mini-series there. Uh, Dark Horse. From Dark Horse, we've got Far Cry Rite of Passage, number two of a three-part micro-series. Uh, video games, right on. Uh, Parasomnia. Number one, four-part miniseries from Colin Bunn. Ooh, and Andrea Moody. Uh-oh. All right. Uh, new dark fantasy tale of two worlds split between dreams and reality. After his son disappears, a broken-down man braves a nightmare. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't go to sleep right now with all these... Uh, crazy scary things in my head right before him. After the sun disappears a broken down man braves a nightmarish dreamscape in order to find him uh, and battle the ruthless cult that seeks to rule the land of dreams as the barrier between reality starts to collapse. Alright man. Fucking Colin Bunn. Look at this guy. <laughs> just, just doing horror. Just doing it man. I'm gonna check this one out too. I loved uh, fuck, what was the one he did this week? Oh, Basilisk. Yeah, that was great. Um, and let's see, one, two covers on this one, it looks like. And then we've got Witcher, which is Lament. 
number two of a little four-parter. Three covers on that one. So, yeah, you know, Dark Horse doing their video game stuff. All right, let's wrap up the FOCs indie style. Um, well, at least the indie FOCs. There's still more. Uh, with, uh, let's see here, crossover. Number seven. All right, the next arc begins. This one being written by Chip Zarsky. All right. Uh, okay, it says, wait, no, hold on. What is this? Why is Chip writing my book? Sorry. I know this is unprofessional to do in public, but no one at Image is answering my emails. Someone please call me. What is happening? Um, okay, so if I had to guess, we're going to start crossing over creators into this world now. That would be my guess. So uh, I'm not hating on it. Uh, I'm not a crossover hater. Is it what I expected? No. Is it what you expected? No. Am I enjoying it? Yes. Yes, I am. Just because it's not fucking Spider-Man and Batman and Hulk and um, Spawn doesn't mean that it's not a crossover book. I mean, yeah, sure, it's more B-like characters, but that doesn't mean <laughs> we don't enjoy them. Tony motherfucking Chew made an appearance in the last issue, you know? Um, front and center, baby. Didn't have any lines, but look at him just beating the shit out of... Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, people, this is... Uh, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not here to convince you, I guess. But I, I, I'm digging it. If you're only listening to the haters and the reviews and stuff, and the reviews are always going to be the loudest when they're mean, it's just how it works, uh, then, and you haven't actually given it a shot for yourself, check out that first arc. You know, it's not what you expect, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean it's bad. Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm not hating on it. I'm, I'm not a Donny Cates hater. I mean, I'm not, you know, a Donny Cates, every, you know, super fanboy. I don't think everything he does is automatically great because it's Donny Cates, but I can't say I hate every, in anything that he's done either. So, yeah. Continuing on, Department of Truth, number 10, one, two, three covers on this one. There is a, uh, I want to say, I don't know what store it is, but there's a pretty incredible store exclusive on this, where it's, uh, ah, fuck, um, a House of Secrets, uh, homage, yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, I don't know, I mean, it just says a variant cover, and I don't see it here on previews, so, uh, look it up. Look it up. I'm I'm letting you know it exists. It's going to be super hot. So hot. Oh my god, so hot. Uh, Excellence. Number 11. Two covers on that one. Then we got Helm Grey Castle. Number 3 of a four-part miniseries. Couple covers on that one. Um, Made in Korea. Number 2. So if you're reading that, there you go. Uh, Monstrous. Continuing on. Issue number 35. Post-Americana. Number six, it's a seven-part series coming to a close here soon, it would seem, according to math. You know, math. Because we read comics here. We know math good. Uh, Savage Dragon, number 260. couple covers there. As you can tell, I'm just kind of flying through the ones that don't really have a lot of speculation importance. If you're reading them, great. Um, let's see here. Spawn. Oh, Spawn, number 319. We got one, two, three covers on this one. Uh, the the Baron's covers, Baren's covers, have been nothing short of mind-blowing. Uh, there's a Todd McFarlane cover that I do not currently have an image of. And, uh, <laughs> image. 
And uh, there's a Francesco Mattina cover. I'm doing a little gray scale. Well, there's a little green in there. I never understood why he, why he signed his books, Matt. I guess Matina, but I mean that that makes sense. Okay, I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh man, I feel like have I seen that cover before? I don't know. Uh, regardless, I don't know. It's badass. Uh, that tax taxes. That TX's blood number uh, seven there. Mm -hmm. uh, two covers on that one. And we got the fifth issue of Two Moons. Two Moons. Uh, yeah, number five. One, two covers on that one. We got a bunch of second printings here of the uh, second arc of uh, what is it? Uh, Walking Dead. So yeah, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, all getting a second printing. I would imagine these are probably going to be kind of lower printing print runs. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, it, this series would be really cool to collect just the the second printings because all of the uh, the, the I mean, there, there's a theme to all the second printings. I don't know. That'd be a cool collection to have. Think about that. Think about it. Alright, that's it for the FOCs, for the Indies, and whatnot. Let's talk about Marvel. Huh? How about the House of Mouse? Let's start with the Avengers Mech Strike number four. Uh, one, two covers on that one. Mm -hmm. uh, Beta Ray Bill number four. Oh, man. I don't want this one to just be a five-parter. I don't want this one to end. It's been so garsh darn good. <sighs> um... I I don't I wouldn't sleep on this series. There's I don't really see anything pertaining to any speculation, but um, it's not really a series that a lot of speculators' eyes are on. You know, we got the first appearance of uh, the the organic, or I guess not technically organic form, uh, humanoid form, kinda of uh, scuttlebutt in this series, and we got a new weapon. Um, I don't know. There might be some stuff here, people, that's just not being mentioned enough. Uh, so don't sleep on Beta Ray Bill. Uh, Black Cat Annual. So with this, uh, so I guess Black Cat comes out in this series. There's people asking, is this something to spec on? No. Not in this day and age. If this were 1980, then sure. But in a day and age where you can literally be gender fluid... Um, uh, a character coming out, it, it's not going to mean anything. If it's going to mean anything, it's going to be for five minutes, and then people are going to open their eyes and uh, realize, oh, okay, yeah, no, that's, that's just another thing that's happened. You know, it's, it's not a big fucking deal now, people, is what it comes down to. So, no, it's nothing to spec on. It's... Um, did, are, are you specking on Harley and Ivy's first kiss? You know? No. No. I don't think you are. Alright, uh, Black Knight, Curse of the Ebony Blade, number four. Mm-hmm. So, uh, one, two, yeah, just, uh, just one cover there. I got Black Widow, number eight. Uh, there's been some first appearances popping off in this series, but... I don't know if I would expect one in this one. Uh, so we got two covers on this one. Uh, Spider-Man villain variant on that one. So Black Widow versus the Shocker. 
Ah. Um. <laughs> I just think this shocker is just a, the worst fucking name. It is the dumbest name. It's like the spitter. The swallower. <laughs> Why is my brain just going to dirty things? The 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 head butter. There we go. Um just, I don't know. It's it's such a silly name. Uh the flamer. <laughs> ah, ah, fun stuff. Cable number eleven, the second to last issue of this series before it gets cancelled. Mmm. Yeah. Like a like a never mind. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go there. Um, so yeah, I don't know what's, what's gonna come out of Cable. We'll see. Um, Daredevil number thirty-one. There, so supposedly there teases a new villain for this upcoming story arc, but also kind of think that there's a good chance it's just Bullseye too, on account of he's he's uh, not in Ravencraft anymore. You know, if you've been reading Daredevil, you know that. So, hmm. Um. If I spoiled that and you're behind on Daredevil, my bad. <laughs> ah, there's a Spider-Man's villain variant on that. Facing uh Oh no, that's Shocker. <laughs> I got to say it again. The uh the Black Cat one was Electro. My bad. My bad. Still that's Electro's costume is as bad as Shocker's name. There. So terrible. So terrible. Uh, Eternals, number five. This series is still going, I guess. Uh, is anybody reading it? Let me know. Uh, two covers on that. There's a there's a headshot variant. So, apparently... Oh, shit. Heavy yawn. My bad. Apparently, they're still doing headshot variants. So, that's still playing around. Uh, Giant-sized Amazing Spider-Man Chameleon Conspiracy. Mm-hmm. So this looks very much like a <laughs> like that Craven cover from that last arc they did. I don't know, man. I'm not into the the Nick Spencer Spider-Man stuff. I I don't give a shit. I I, I really don't. It's, uh, what's it say here? If you thought the end of King's Ransom shook Spider-Man to the core, you better think again. Is this ending will level things up? Oh. Oh man! Oh shit, Nick Spencer, you have me uh, quivering. Hmm. I believe you. I believe you, Nick Spencer. Your your Spider-Man resume has proven you worthy. Sorry, I don't mean to talk shit. Can we get a new Spider-Man writer though? Like, who makes it sixty-two issues? You know, we. we uh, <laughs> there's no way we could get anybody uh, we want to write sixty-two issues. But when it's somebody that's just not doing a good job, um. I mean, technically subjectively, but it almost seems objective <laughs> how bad of a job he's doing. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Shang-Chi, number two. So, new villain. You know, From my understanding, they're, they're going to try to really build the Shang-Chi mythos, and um, they're going to introduce new stuff in, throughout this whole series. I think for the first five issues... It's all going to be a new something, a new character, a new power, a new villain, something. I guess a villain is still a character. But so spec-wise, sure, 
you know? There's not a whole lot for them to... You know, if, I mean, if they want to carry on further with Shang-Chi and the MCU, you know, they don't have a lot to play with right now, so they're going to have to start creating some shit. Give them a rogues gallery, so... Yep, that's what they're doing, it seems. Uh, so, probably not bad spec. Uh, let's see here. Dr. Afra, Number 11. I thought I saw something here. Do-do-do. All of the Star Wars is specky now, right? Right? I say... Come on, where are you? Yeah, first appearance of Dirge in Star Wars canon. Meaning Disney canon. Because he was in Star Wars Republic number 51. So, is that something to spec on? I don't know. I don't know. That one's kind of... I don't know how I feel about that one. Maybe pick up an extra just in case. But I think it's a just in case type of situation. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, and then there's... Uh, let's see here. Wait, hold on. There's... Uh, yeah, the A covers, the, yeah, he's on the A cover. There's a Pride variant as well. Uh, and then we've got Star Wars High Republic, number six. couple covers on that one. we got our binary uh, twins on the, the, the Pride variant there. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, pff, let's see. Is there something to this? Yeah, no, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, not spec-wise, at least. Then we've got the Marvels, number three. All right. Then we got United States of Captain America, number one. We've got a first appearance of a uh, one homosexual Captain America. So, well, I, I, I think this one might blow up. This might be a big one. We'll see. And I think the reason why it's going to be so big is because there's going to be so many haters... And haters draw attention, you know. Uh, and a lot of times they draw the not the attention they're seeking. Sometimes they get a lot of uh, not comic people that are heavy in whatever community they're bitching about, going, "Oh, what are they bitching about? About this thing about us? Oh, shit! There's this thing like us in the comics. Well, what the fuck is this about? Next thing you know, fail for uh, the old uh, the, the 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 bitchers, you know. So. Um, with that being said, I think this book has a lot of potential. I do. Um, I, maybe even immediate. This one might be an immediate flip and then hold for the long term. Uh, this is going to be one I grab three of, I'm not going to lie. Uh, it was a $5 cover price. Yeah, I'll grab three. Uh, one for, you know, just for my collection because I like to collect his story. Um, even not so much being a Captain America fan. Uh, one for, uh, oh my god, yawns, jeepers, creepers. One for an in-case quick flip, and, uh, one for the long term. Worst case scenario, two for the long term. You know, one for me. So, that's how I play. When I'm questioning something, that's usually how I play. I play it safe with three. Uh, it, it, it's kind of, with my discount, it's, it's, it's a hard bet to lose on, so... Um, uh, the B cover is going to be the first cover appearance, though, I believe. Let me take a zoom in here. Yeah, no, that's Alex Ross on the A cover. Um, and on the B cover done by, uh, Jan Bazaldua. Mm-hmm. Big, 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 big cover. Yep, first full cover appearance. Yep. 
probably something. That'll be the one that I actually pick up. I'll be picking up three of those. Yep. Um, X Factor, number 10. One, two, three covers. Four covers on this one. We got our Pride variant. We got our Gala variant. Our Connecting Gala variant. And we have our, uh, our character design variant. This one featuring Polaris, Northstar, Aurora, Dokken, Prodigy, iBoy, and uh, Kyle. Who the fuck is Kyle? iBoy is crazy. That is nuts. Prodigy's got a pretty gnarly thing happening there. Dokken's a pimp. Um... Is this a, uh, is this an all LGBTQ team? Hmm. Hmm, I say. I don't know. I don't know. That's a cool one, though. I mean, we like docking, right? iBoy, that's neat. I don't really know so much about these other folks, though. Admittedly. Admittedly. Oh, North Star, okay. Nice. Yeah, I'm trying to get all these these uh, these character design variants. I seem to have missed a couple, or at least one so far. I think I might have missed a couple on the FOCs, but um, we'll see. I'll track them down. I'll track them down. Uh, so there we go. Those are all of the books that you have to pre-order by uh, by well the weekend at the absolute latest. So listen to this podcast as quickly as you can. Well, making it to the end, I guess you already have, huh? Um, for the future, I guess. If you listen to it late, now you know. You know, it goes up on Friday. Listen to it ASAP. You know. Um, all right, I'm gonna take a quick little breaky poo. I'm gonna leave it with an apocalypse promo, and uh, I'll be right back to talk about the books slated to hit your slots next week. The books coming out next new comic book day, June Niner. Greetings, henchmen and loyal subjects. I am Evan the Great. And I'm JVD. We're your hosts of the Fictional Battle Podcast, Crossover Collision, brought to you by the Villain's Demand. If you love hearing in-depth breakdowns of your favorite characters and what they are capable of doing while fighting in random battlegrounds against other fan favorites, then this is the podcast for you. New episodes drop every Friday wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or over on TheVillainsDemand.com. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right, I am back. Um, I'm not going to lie. That break was much longer than I anticipated. Um, like a 30-hour break. So I apologize. The, this podcast will be getting out a little bit later than I anticipated now. Jeez. But um, life calls, people. Life calls. You got a family and shit. You, 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 you take care of that. You take care of that. Um, but I'm back. I'm back to talk about the book Slated to hit your slots on the, uh, on the 9th. Six nine. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, American Vampire. Oh, starting with Lunar. Do you hear that? Do you hear that demonic noise in the background? 
That is my two-year-old. <laughs> and I'm soundproofed. Like, she, she's getting through the soundproofing right now. It's insane. Whatever. Um, all right. So, uh, from FO, or from FOCs, from Lunar, I guess technically coming out on Tuesday, because that's how Lunar rolled. Um, oh, let's see here. We've got American Vampire, 1976, number nine of this little ten-part miniseries from Scott Snyder. Uh, a couple covers on that one. And we got Batman Scooby-Doo Mysteries, number three. Mm-hmm, yeah. Following up that number one and two extravaganza. Oversized. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Let me skip to fucking 65 printings here. Um, Batman the Detective, number three. I'm falling behind on this one, and I'm not liking it. I don't know why this book isn't landing on my pull list. It should be. Um, it's just a little six-parter, though, so, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll go through it. I'm going to find it. Um, I don't know. I, I have number one, but I had to get it elsewhere. I don't know why uh, Mile High is not acknowledging this on my uh, on my ads every week. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. But it is what it is. What the fuck is that noise? Uh, you know... Never mind. My ranting is for another podcast. Uh, continuing on. <sighs> Jesus Christ, people. I just got done screaming at shit, too. And here I am getting ready to blow the fuck up again. I don't know why all of a sudden... Uh-oh, here I go. I could turn my phone off to silent. And then out of nowhere, it just gotta go right back to fucking noisy noise. Mm, yeah, I don't ever want to hear my phone. I don't want to hear it buzz. I don't want to see it blink. My phone will know when it's time to be phoned because I'll fucking pick it up and turn it on. Whatever. Um, <laughs> for another podcast. Uh, Batman Urban Legends, number four, coming out next week. Couple covers on that one. That Ivan Rodriguez is a badass cover there. And Dustin Nguyen gets a pretty sweet C cover. Looking very Batman Beyondy, I'm not gonna lie. Hmm. What is going on here? Jesus Christ, that's a huge, huge fucking description. There's no way in hell I'm reading that. That's the book right there. <laughs> Eight bucks. Jeez, there's a lot going on. Challenge of the Super Sons, number three. Mm-hmm. One, two covers on that one. And we got DC Pride. Um... Yeah, I think there's I think there's a first appearance in here. Oh, I gotta pull out my information again. Ugh, see now, see phone. Now it's time to be looked upon because I touched you. Um, <laughs> come on. Uh, you know sometimes, sometimes app updates, fucking annoying. Where, where are you at? Jesus Christ! What are we at here? The ninth. All right. All right. Uh, Dreamer. Um, oh, apparently... Okay, so Dreamer is a CW Supergirl character, I guess, appearing in comics for the first time. I've never heard of her, but I don't watch the CW. I have no interest in the CW. Um, yeah, it's just... Yeah. Um, so, we'll see. Now, with that being said... Um, just be, I mean, it, it appears in, you know, uh, if the character appears first in cinematics and then goes into comics, does that mean it's worthless? No. Look at one Harley Quinn, you know? So, I don't know, this could be that character. I, I, do I think Dreamer's going to be the next Harley Quinn? And no. But, 
and could have some potential to it. It's a $10 book, so there's probably not going to be a whole lot of people buying a shit ton of them, because who's got that kind of dunny? Dunny? Dunny. Hmm. Uh, nobody has any dunny, because dunny's not a thing. Um, I guess I missed the Batman Urban Legends, too. There is... Um, there, there's a couple of first appearances in here. It's again, DC first appearances. Uh, I mean, uh, long-term. Long-term, people. We gotta see what Discovery does with the DC Cinematic Universe before... Because, I mean, sadly enough, that's where speculation comes in. If, it, if, if the character's screen-worthy, then the book becomes valuable. But until that point, sadly enough, I'm not, I'm not for that. But, yeah. Um, but, so, DC is putting out a shit ton of new first appearances and everything, and it's, it's kind of annoying. You know, I'm not, I'm not anti-DC spec, but this is, this is ridiculous. So, first appearance of Cheer, which is the manufacturer of, uh, the, the, the drug that's appearing in, um, Urban Legends, and then on the backup story, um, we've got the first appearance of one Chaos Master. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, continuing on, though, we've got Detective Comics number 1037. Let's see, two covers on that one. Bermejo. Oh, my. Look at that Bermejo variant. That is a bad ass. He's so good. Might be the best. I don't know, the best something, but gonna be good. Uh, Far Sector wrapping up with this 12th issue. I think it's taken almost two years for this series. It <laughs> feels like, at least. I mean, I know there was COVID and all of that bullshit, but yeah, they were determined to get this series out, and here it is, the the, the final. The final issue. Um, and then we've got Future State Gotham, number two. Hold on. I thought we read number two. I'm so confused. I guess not. No, 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 I think about it. I guess not. So a couple covers on that one. Derek Chu getting the cardstock variant. Joker number four. Got a couple covers on that one. Lucio Parillo getting a pretty amazing uh, variant on that. Jesus Christ. Uh, um, I think people are going to be into this one. Um, hold on, I'm trying to see what's going on here, though. Like, What is he? Oh, okay. He's got some somebody in his hand. There we go. Yeah, that's a, that's a gnarly cover. I mean, cover chasers out there, Joker cover chasers specifically, I could see them really being into that one. And then the C cover by Ejerk. Ejerk? Ejerky? Never heard that name before. A little punchline and prison action. Mm-hmm. Then we've got uh, Justice League The Last Ride. Number two. Did I get number one? Hmm. I feel like I should have. Derek Robertson, you know. Uh, I'm into that. We got a little Rorschach, number nine. Uh, a couple covers on that one, a little 12-part Max series. Um, I have a feeling, I mean, I, I don't often shout out the, the trades and stuff coming out, but with Sweet Tooth being as big as it is right now, Netflix and stuff, the Sweet Tooth Compendium, probably worth picking up this week. Uh, makes sense for them to put that out. Then we've got uh, Tales from the... No, that's a hardcover. Uh, <laughs> Wonder Woman, number 773. All right. And Joshua Middleton, cardstock variant on that one. And a uh, Pride Month variant on that one. So it looks like there is no Scout this week. All DC coming from Lunar. Um, I'm going to say that the Pride Month variant is probably the one to chase. If there is one to chase, 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, not a highly, highly speculative week otherwise. A little bit of Urban Legends, you know? I don't know what this Chaos... Uh, what's his name? Chaos something. Mr. Chaos or some shit. I don't know. I don't know what he's supposed to be. I don't know what Cheer is all about. I don't have a lot of faith in that character having legs, but... Yeah, that's what's going on in DC coming this week. Let me see what's going on with uh, with Diamond coming out on Wednesday. Hang on here. Alright, um... Jeez, uh, starting with Scout, there's Nova Vault, Nova Valiant, no Tatatatan, um, straight up to Scout, uh, Black Cotton number three, mm, this is a series you're gonna want to get on, people, I'm telling yous, I'm telling yous, and then we got, a uh, Cherry Blackbird number one, another Joseph Schmolke joint, I got my number one, in my Scout subscription box, use code Cheers10 while shopping at ScoutComics.com to save yourself 10 per shit at checkout. And, uh, yeah, it's a fine way to get your books. So, if, let's say you, you, you like to read Scout and you have one of them shops that we talked about earlier what don't do discounts. Mm-hmm. Just go to ScoutComics.com and you could just use code Cheers10. Bam, automatic 10%. 10% discount. It, it adds up, people, I'm telling you. Um, and it's a Joseph Schmalky joint. This right here, this shit right here, ah, I can't wait to fucking read this, man. It says right here, track one, Drug, Satan, Death, Witch. Gnarly. If you could see through this podcast, you would see the most hardcore double devil horn fingers you had ever seen in your life. I'm telling you. Um, Alright, continuing on. More Scout. We got Murder Hobo, Big and Flappy. Mm, big Flappy Edition. Uh, another Joseph Schmolke joint, along with a little Jason Lynch. Uh, so this is... It, it collects uh, what has been the previous Murder Hobo murder hobo stories. And uh, the the series, it's, it's gonna... <laughs> You'll see, people. You'll see. Trust me. Trust me on the Murder Hobo. This this is uh, one to spec on, for sure. I mean, I don't know about this, the Big Floppy Edition. Uh, maybe... I don't know. $10 collects all three of them? Potentially. When Murder Hobo blows the fuck up like I know it's gonna, then yeah, maybe this is something. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, and then, um, let's see here. What is, uh, what is this? Phantom Star Killer Legendary Edition for $20. I don't know what this is. New format measures. Oh, shit. It's 11 by 17. Good lord. Oh, shit. Okay, this is super cool. Um, you'll just have to see for yourself. It is the, uh, oh man, how do, how do you describe this? Um, well, it almost looks like the artist-proof pages is kind of what it looks like. I think that's what you would call that. I don't know technical terms. I just talk about comics. Uh, well, technically 300 and, what, like 17, 18 times now? Uh, terrible. It's terrible, I'm telling you. Oni Press? Nope. No Oni Press. What is going on this week? What, what happens June 9th? Is that a thing? No Mad Cave? Good lord! Um, 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 I'm so sorry for the ums, but I'm just, fuck, there's not a whole lot going on, any black mask, black mask, okay, black mask studios, we got Alice in Leatherland, number three, alright, there you go, an indie comic to get excited about, then we got from Behemoth, then we got from Behemoth, uh, Freak Snow, not Freak Show, Freak Snow, number one, alright, we can't not, 
kind of have our eyes on Behemoth Comics right now. You promised me bar darkness. Put a darkness. <laughs> that was uh, it, it told through the eyes of the canine. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry, people. Um, yeah, nah. I, I, what, what does it say here? A frozen apocalyptic story in the spirit of Mad Max, Fallout, and Borderlands meets Tarantino. Sold. It begins with Bernie, a psychedelic addict. Come on, how? surviving in a glacial wasteland. A fight with brutal gunslingers ensues, and crazy hallucinations lead our weird hero on a quest to find the hole of truth. Yeah, a mystic hole that tells the truth. The only thing we could promise is uh, a lot of death. A lot of death. From Kevin Rodatelli and Rob Cannon and uh, Victor Santos. Uh, all right, uh, don't sleep on this one, people. This might be the one. This might be the, the, the sleeper of the week. Hence, I say do not sleepeth. One, two, three covers on that one. There's an A, a B, and a C. Judging by that C cover, this book's going to be freaky. Oh, that is a cool C cover, man. That is a cool C cover. All right, don't um, freak snow. This is, so far I'm thinking this is the one. Uh, then we got Junkie Cable, number two. So, if you read Junkie Cable, number one, number two's coming out. Uh, scoot now and up to Antarctic. We've got Death by Life, number two of an eight-part maxi-series. And we got Horror Comics, number four. And School Memories, a little $4 one-shot that looks to be very manga-esque. What's Aftershock doing? Oh, we've got some Aftershock. We got a little Baby Teeth, number 18. You know, into Donny Cates still. Remember Donny Cates? You know, he doesn't just do Venom and Hulk and <laughs> Hulk now. Yeah. Um, yeah, he still does indies, you know. Through Aftershock, Baby T's still going. Then we got Bunny Mask. Now, a lot of questions circulating. I see people saying, what are we going to do about Bunny Mask? There's some great, incredible freaking store exclusive variants. But here's the deal. If the series itself doesn't take off, are these store-exclusive uh, variants something to speculate on? Um, here's what I say on Bunny Mask. Buy what you like. Buy what you like. And I think that's the ultimate rule in comics, but when it comes to speculating, uh, use your own judgment. If you would buy it, if you think it's super cool, then and you, know, and you, you, you think this series might take off, then go for it, because it has potential. I haven't checked it out at all, but you know, I, I hear a lot of both sides on this. Some say, oh, I don't know, probably a flash in the pan. Others say, holy shit, I think all the covers are going to draw a lot of attention on this story. And Yeah, um, so we shall see. There's an A and a B cover being put out through, uh, through previews, though. And then, and then, we have the... Uh, the, the wrap-up, the finale to Maniac of New York. Number five. I love this freaking series. I cannot wait uh, to have the opportunity to talk to Elliot. Uh, I, I, I know that day is coming. I'm, I'm willing it out there. I'm putting it out there into the universe. I will talk to Elliot. I want to know everything about Maniac of New York. Um, I just got so many fucking questions, and I've been enjoying the hell out of it. I'll say I, the hell out of it. Um, alright, keep it going. Let's go with the the bigger indies now. We got Boom from Boom Studios. We've got... Oh, jeez. Okay, a whole lot of Dune reprints. So, know that. Uh, Dune 1, 2, 3, and 4, all getting reprints. Uh, fourth, third, a second, and a second reprint. Um, and then we got Eve, number one. 
getting a second printing. <clears throat> I think this is a story. I think a lot of it rides on number two, and it's just a mini series, and it's really hard to speculate on mini series. Uh, but boom, often goes surprise or others, others, um, you know. Uh, publishers as well, but Boom did it with uh, Once in Futures, the most memorable one to me. What are they at, like 6,000 issues now? It's only supposed to be a six-issue miniseries? Look at it now. Um, so Eve could potentially do that, and I think it's it's really smart for creators to come out and uh, market something at, you know... Uh, if, you, if, if you have potential for it, just make sure the first arc can be wrapped up. You know, uh, but you know, if you want to lead it into more, do that. So market it as uh, a mini series, and then uh, you know, and then eventually, if it goes beyond mini series, and that mini series, that first mini series, just becomes volume one, and then beyond. So I, I have a feeling Eve is going to be one of these books, and the second printing being an entirely new cover, mm-hmm, and then Dan Mora getting a B cover, mm-hmm. This might be a series that you're going to want to get on, people. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the first issue. we got Magic the Gathering, number three. Uh, a few covers on that one. Uh, we've got Mad and Muffin, number eight. We've got a few covers on that one. Purple. Hmm. Uh, huh. I wonder what the purple is. You know, that's not a Power Ranger color, is it? Shows what I know. I don't know. Um, not from what I've read in the last couple of years. That I could recall. Hmm. Um, Still, so I'm, I'm loving Mighty Morphin. Uh, I think Power Rangers is probably my favorite between the two, but Mighty Morphin still pretty awesome. What they're all leading up to. Uh, then we got Orcs uh, with its fifth issue. Couple covers on that one. Proctor Valley Road number four. Another one of those. You know, a lot of people really loving uh, the, the the speculation behind this. The fact that I guess it got picked up. Is this one that got picked up already? Or people say it's an easy grab. I don't remember. Maybe it's Shadecraft that I'm thinking of. But still, uh, speculators really still talking about this series. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I don't think it'd be bad to collect the entire first um, five issues of any any indie series that comes out. You never know these days. Did you realize that, like, uh, I'm going to make up a number here, like 6,300% of the material that we consume visually now on the on the... The, the 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 TV, it comes from a comic book, mm-hmm, yeah. Or will eventually be adapted into a comic book. Did you know that? No. Uh, wind. Oh, we got the second arc of another uh, James Tynan the fourth. Uh, yeah. No, I, I picked up a few copies of the first one. I'm not really reading it, but um, from what I understand, it actually sounds like something I kind of should be reading after seeing some images that popped off in the the sixth issue. So, hmm, uh, do we have another something is killing the children on our hands? I don't know. I don't know. But this is a great homage cover, this, the seventh, with the, the whole Jaws type of situation. What's going on there? See? Now I'm interested. I see, I thought it was all, like, floofy and kind of manga-like, according to that, that, you know. Sometimes you can't judge a comic by its cover. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. It doesn't seem very foofy according to that. Because Foofy's a word. And then there's a badass uh, um, Rain Gonzalez. Ryan Gonzalez, my bad. That's pretty gnarly. That's cool. Kind of stained glassy, but not. I just like gears, and there's gears in this image, so it kind of has me. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's what's going on uh, with Boom. A mm -hmm. little bit of Boom. A little bit of Boom. 
How about Ida W? We got some G.I. Joe, number 282. Couple covers on that one. Then we got Sonic, number 40. Get excited about that. Uh, we've got uh, Turtles, number 117. I think this is the return of Shredder. Um, is that something to speculate on? That in itself, probably not. But who knows how it's going to come about. You know, maybe it's a Lita thing. I don't know. Um, and then we've got the Transformers 2021 Annual coming out from IDW as well. Uh, now, moving on it to Dark Horse, we got Black Hammer Visions, number five. This one's circulating around old uh, Skull Digger. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little Skeleton Boy, considering that Skeleton Boy on the cover there. Uh, are we getting... I wonder if it's a continuation. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, this is one that I hope I added. We'll see. I might have forgotten, because I'm not getting the whole series. I'm just particularly attracted to Skull Digger. But I should have been getting the whole series the whole time because I've been telling myself, hey, I want to get into the Black Hammer universe. This has been the, the series. So I'll be anxiously awaiting the trade on Black Hammer Visions. Michelle. Then we got uh, God of War, Fallen God, wrapping up with its fourth issue, and uh, Secret Land. Number one of a miniseries from Christopher Emgard. Hitler's Dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember this intro. Uh, yeah, no, if you look real close, like, end of the walls here. Looks super gnarly. Shit, I sh probably should have added this one. I forgot. God damn it. God damn it. Sometimes if it's not a super, super memorable, catchy title, I don't remember. And I don't always write things down when I'm talking to y'all, because I understand how annoying that could be for you. Um, Ant, number 12. Uh, just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's more weird stuff. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to explain this, people. You're either for Ant or you're against Ant. Um, it's the end of a story arc that ended that uh, started a gazillion years ago, and yeah, it's an image thing. A couple covers on that one. Birthright issue fifty. Congratulations there. That's cool. Who's doing this? Oh, it's the series finale. Oh shit, Joshua Williamson. Hmm. 50 issues. That's awesome, man. You know, I've recently become a Joshua Williamson fan. I used to be a uh, a Joshua naysayer because, you know, I didn't dig his flash. And then he tied in Batman for a second, and I was like, oh, shit, I don't like this at all. But it was tying into his flash, which I don't... It turns out, I just don't like flash as a character, you know? I don't hate him, you know? I mean, when he's in the thing, but as far as, you know, like a, a flash-driven story... With the exception of Flashpoint, I don't... And I don't mean to offend. You know, and that's any Flash. They're all the same to me. Oh, <gasps> Brian! <laughs> uh, die, number 17. Um, yeah, a couple covers on that one. And we got Geiger, number three. Loving some friggin' Geiger people. We got one, two, three, four covers on this. Good Asian, number two. It's that super racist book that I predicted it would be. It turned out to be super racist. Uh, one, two covers on that one. Carmen on its fourth issue. Oblivion Song, number 31. Couple covers on that one. We got a Pride variant. Uh, six Sidekicks of Trigger Keaton. This is one. I, I just picked up the A cover, but this is one I think I picked up one or two of for sure. Um, I mean, it says for fans of Chew and Assassination. Uh, and done by Kyle Starks. So, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, I, I loved Assassination. I, I, I did. 
I absolutely did. You know, Kyle Starks had a pretty great run of Rick and Morty. I didn't read all of them, but yeah. Turn, uh, you know what? Turns out me not reading all of Rick and Morty and having uh, Kyle Starks on my podcast early into the podcasting days, I kind of lucked out by getting that grab, um, kind of bit me in the ass because I went in uh, slightly unprepared and I didn't come off looking too good with them. <laughs> not going to lie. But you know what? That doesn't mean I hate his shit. You know, um, so yeah, uh, I, 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 this this sounds very interesting. I think it's just gonna be a. Well, it says it's an ongoing. I don't know. Is it an ongoing? It doesn't say here it's an ongoing at all. It just says comes a new action series. So, we'll see. Um, man, no, I'm I'm into it. I mean, anything that says for fans of Chew, like it could just stop right there because Chew is my favorite thing that I've. I'm well, okay. Uh, Choose my favorite series in all of comics. Um, uh, Murder Falcon is my favorite miniseries. So, there. Um, I, 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 that often gets mixed up. You know, when I say... <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, carrying on. Carrying I just have to clear that up, because I've caught myself a couple of times, you know, realizing that I may have come off and said one thing and then said another in a, a separate time, but... Yeah. Carrying on. Let's talk the big deuces, you know? I mean, just really Marvel at this point. We did already half of the big deuce, right? Um, let me see. Oh, I gotta pull up my information again. Gosh darn it. Uh, starting with uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 68. You know, this one I'm really excited about because uh, Ed Brisson is doing... Uh, he's co-writing this. And my favorite Spider-Man stories have been the ones that were co-written. And uh, Ed Brisson, well... He's, he's, he's pretty badass. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Um, sorry, I'm stalling here while I get out some uh, <laughs> some information on potential speculation. All right, uh, continuing on. Let me got... Mm-hmm, oh, i got to take a close look at this Beta Ray Bill cover. What is going on here? All right, so the Beta Ray Bill number two second printing. There may be something to... Hmm. All right. Uh, fuck. No, I think that's a that might be a page out of that might be a page out of the book. I'm pretty sure it's a page out of the book. It's got to be a page out of the book. Look at it. It's paneled up. The more I look at it, the more familiar it is. But that's how the human brain works, right? We play tricks on each other, on itself, huh? We? It's just me and my brain. Oh my god, he's losing it. Uh, <laughs> this could be a first cover appearance of something that I may have overlooked. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, there might be something to that. Carrying on, we've got the second printing of Black Widow 6, so that's the first appearance of, uh, shit. Oh, what's-her-face, you know? Um, so there could be something to that. Maybe a low print run, possibly. Children of the Atom, number four. One, two covers on that one. Conan the Barbarian, number 22. Um, Excalibur, number 21, one, two, three covers on that one. Oh, we got our character design. Mm-hmm, Jubilee Gambit, Gloriana, Richter, and Monarch. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Uh, uh, Rogue's not on the cover with Gambit? I might say Gambit looks kind of elfish there, but still, rather snazzy. Jubilee looking the best. Jubilee gets it on this one for me. So nice. So goddamn good. Uh, Heroes Reborn, uh, number six. This one revolving around 
um, power princess. Um, we got our connecting Bagley variant with power princess on that one. And then we got ooh Thor is our uh, JTC uh, action figure variant on that one. This was unexpected, huh? Hmm? Oh, but we've already had a power princess. Oh, okay, so that would make sense. Um, there we go. I'm loving this series, people. Don't, uh, I think one of the of all the things to speculate on out of this entire Heroes Reborn thing as far as potential new characters and shit, I'm thinking maybe this Heroes Reborn Night Gwen might have been a good one to um, put a few extra copies into. Because that's what I did. I think I, I, I got five of this one. I have that kind of that kind of faith in it. A um, couple covers on that one as well. Uh, Squadron Savage is another one that I have some faith in as well. Um, a couple covers on that. Iron Man number nine is coming out next week. Uh, two covers on that one. Spider-Man villain looks like f- the villain variant sp- featuring Boomerang. It's kind of hard to... Uh, yeah, I think that's Boomerang. Um, I'm not going to take the effort of blowing it up. Could have been blown up by now. I could be for sure by now. Spiders! <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Shadow number three. Um, yeah, people into this series. I'm into it. I haven't read it yet, but I can't wait to read all five issues in a whole cluster. Um... And we got uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters, number 13, more tying into the old uh, um, War of the Bounty Hunters, obviously. This one has a possible first appearance, at least a cameo, it seems, of an assassin. So, mm-hmm, get excited about that one. Could be something there. Uh, hoping it's a full appearance, to be honest. Um, and then it'd be a low, low print. Because once, once you put out a cameo, then you got people's eyes on things. When you just put out a full appearance, then bam. Plus cameos, fuck cameos. That should be the full appearance. Um, Strange Academy, number 11, one, two covers on that one. Um, the second printing of Marvel's number one is coming out. I don't know, could be something. Um, let's see here. Uh, Web of Spider-Man number one. I thought I saw something here. I taught, I taught. Let's see. First appearance of the Worldwide Engineering Brigade. Whatever the shit that means. A uh, couple covers on that one. Then we got X-Men number 21. All of those amazing covers and this character design variant featuring quite possibly the, the, the best cast. Sunfire, Cinch, Colossus, Wolverine, and Cannonball. Colossus and Wolverine. And I'm not talking Logan. I'm talking about Wolverine. Uh, X-23, baby. Lara. Just looking fan-frickin-tastic. Just uh, the best. I'd be cool if that's how they looked forever. They're that good. Um, all right. Well, people, that is it. Those are the books that you can get excited about coming out next week. The FOCs I've already spoken about. I'm not... They're, they're important. Just know that. And if you miss out and you have to go to eBay and you end up paying stupid prices, that's on you. You know, if you have a shop that puts a limit on hot books, then, um, well, if you pre-order them, then, uh, yeah, more than likely. Now, there are exception shops out there. I'm not saying all shops are perfect. There are some shops that do some shady shit where, you know, they they cancel people's pre-orders. And then magically, you know, a week later, they have a bunch of them upmarked because it got hot. I, I get it. It happens. But I... 98% of the time, probably closer to 99.5% of the time, if you make the effort of pre-ordering your books, it's worth your while. So know that. I wouldn't take all of this time and put all of this effort, and even putting this podcast out late for that matter, if it, I didn't think it meant something. So um, know that. 
Um, all right, people. Uh, remember, keep leaving those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts and uh, Podchaser. I, keep, I I really do appreciate all of those. You have no idea. Um, follow the Apocalypse list while you're over at Podchaser as well for all of the best independent podcasts in the world. And uh, that list keeps growing and uh, growing as I find them. Myself and Ken M of the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour. Uh, I it would. The apocalypse would be nothing without him, you know. It, it, it would be something, but it wouldn't be nearly what it is now. There's no doubt about it. So shout out to, to Moneybags over there at the Ocho Dero Parlay Hour podcast. Um, yeah, all right. Uh, thank you, as always, for tuning in. Your listenership means the world to me almost as much as these here comic books. And that's saying something. All right. I command that you stay safe. Read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. What's up, nerds? This is Rich, the host of the Three Fat Nerds podcast. I would like to invite you to check out our podcast. We have two shows every week, and both of our shows are about everything that is pop culture and nerdum. That's right. We talk about movies. We talk about comics. We talk about video games. We talk about role-playing games. We talk about Dungeons and & Dragons and so much more. You can find us anywhere you get podcasts just by searching Three Fat Nerds. Also, while you're at it, Go ahead and like our page on Facebook, 3 Fat Nerds Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at 3 Fat Nerds Pod. And of course, you can check out our website, 8122productions.com. Most importantly, I hope you enjoy the show. With that being said, there's only one thing left to say. That's later, nerds. Good morning, Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily, dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being. From troubles with rage to uh, just anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions, this podcast really is just a... Uh, somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle i'm here to let you know that you are not alone so come laugh at uh, our pain together every single weekday every place you can catch a podcast check out the real brains with brian wayne remember stay sane